Hello and welcome disc golfers to the Hitting the Line podcast. This is season two, episode two. I'm your host, Jad, and as per usual, I am joined by my brother, Nasdog. Nas, how you doing, bruv? What's up, Jad? It's the week we've been waiting for since the end of last season. LVC is getting ready to kick off the Disc Golf Pro Tour, and we are going to be live in Las Vegas starting on Thursday. And what a proper uh, city for us to start the season off uh, in, considering what we're doing here today. Uh, I want to thank some of our sponsors before we get started. Uh, of course, our main sponsor is prizepicks.com. Prizepicks.com is the only uh, website currently giving disc golf lines and bets. And uh, they have been a sponsor of our show since we first started. If you actually, I, I got a message today on Twitter from someone they want to know where they could go and if we had a promo code to use. If you go to pricepicks.com and uh, make a first deposit, they will match your deposit 100% up to $100. So if you uh, deposit $100, they'll match you another $100. You're playing with $200 this week. So shout out to Prize Picks for being uh, our very first sponsor. We also want to shout out uh, a couple other sponsors new this season. First one being Dark Ace Apparel. Uh, Dark Ace Apparel was established in 2020. They are from St. Louis, Missouri. Same place as uh, our boy Nico LaCastro there. And their motto is play disc golf, listen to metal. And they like to merge these two worlds together with super dope clothing like this. This tank you see right here, the Skull Boy tank, uh, play disc golf, listen to metal. And um, yeah, so we want to shout out George at Dark Ace for believing in us and being our first apparel sponsor. And new this week um, on our sponsor list is Till Death Disc Club. And uh, you can see this nice hat that I'm wearing here is from Till Death Disc Golf Club. Uh, and they are a disc golf brand focused on providing stylish apparel for on and off the course. Till Death represents the appreciation and love that disc golfers have for our sport. And their motto says it all, disc golf for life, Till Death. So you can check them out at tilldeathdiscclub.com and on their Insta and Twitter at tilldeathdc. Thank you very much to Till Death Disc Golf. Yes, sir. Shout out to the, those companies uh, that give us the opportunity to keep doing this, getting uh, giving us the opportunity to talk about disc golf, doing what we love. I mean, look, just look how fly this hat is, man. I mean, the guys in the it coffee, is a nice hat. It is a nice this, hat. It says uh, "glide or die" on the side, and then yeah, my dark ace tank is sick. Look at the skull boy with the disc in his mouth. It's so sick. So go out and get you some of that uh, apparel. Um, if you go to Till Till Death Disc Golf Club site. Uh, you can use the promo code HTLPOD to get yourself, I believe, 15% off your first order. And if you use the promo code HTL on Dark Aces site, you can also get yourself a little discount there as well. So make sure to check them out, support our sponsors for, uh, you know, believing in us. So thank you. All righty, let's get into the thick of it. Las Vegas Challenge. Um, it's been around for a long time, formerly known as, I believe, the Gentleman's Club Challenge. That's right. Something, yep. something like that. Last year, our winner was Eagle by Landslide, right? Yeah, last year, uh, I mean, yeah, he won by eight strokes. He had that huge, huge lead, or he had, he had, uh, I think, a pretty small lead going into the final round, and then he shot a 1090 rated 49 the final day. Uh, so that was pretty incredible on Eagle's part to win by a comfortable eight strokes at 48 under through four rounds. And then we had Calvin in second, Ezra in third, Garrett Gerthy in fourth, and Ricky Wysocki in fifth. Um, and then to round out, oh, sorry, no, that is not correct. Oh, yes, yes, it is. Okay, I thought that was us a, into FPL. 
yeah, looking at our FPO um, ladies from last year. Let me scroll on down here. Uh, Paige Pierce won nar- narrowly uh, at minus 25, Katrina Allen at minus 24, and this was a Katrina Page race with the next closest competitor, Jessica Weiss, shooting an eight down, Owen Scoggins, six down, Haley King, five down. So it was a Paige Pierce, Katrina Allen show. Paige Pierce came out hot the first round of the, in- the Infinite Course, shot a 1031 rated first round, and uh, never really took her foot off the gas there. So uh, yeah. Katrina so Allen, while last yeah. year was a two horse race, did you see what we what was posted on Twitter this morning by our good friend Stat Mando? It will be the most competitive women's division in the history of disc golf this week at LVC. Yeah, I think it'll I saw be, that. Yep. Yeah. Was it Katrina Allen was the sixth or seventh highest rated F- yep. FPO yep. player? There's there, so. records for most 970 plus rated FPO women, um, highest average uh, for ratings for women. In a, in a field. So if you like FPO, this is the week and who doesn't, this is the week you really want to pay attention because we're going to get a lot of information. We got a handful of the European women over. We got Paige, we got Kat, we got Kona coming in fresh. Haley King last year did not perform well, but we know what she's capable of. So this is going to be, I'm really looking forward to the FPO this week uh, and seeing what shakes of it. Yeah, it's going to be really exciting. I'm excited to see Kat chucking around her new plastic and uh, Paige to go out there and kind of redeem herself after last season so it's gonna be exciting stuff um i know jed there was a lot of drama we were expecting the lines to come out yesterday and uh through much waiting they finally came out i think about 9 45 pacific time ish maybe 9 30 and we do have those available to us now uh do we, we want we to do and about the course or when to move to the board yeah yeah well some of these lines have already moved and i just want to emphasize Again, how important it is to get to the lines as early as possible and be prepared for when they come out. Because me and you were talking about, so I've got, you know, some locks that I like this week on the lines. I like, I have some maybes. I have some people to avoid. I had a maybe uh, on um, Calvin Heinberg. And I told you, if this moves half a stroke, I don't know if I'm on it. And as me and you were placing our bets, it yep. did move that half a stroke. <laughs> it's like they're so, listening. Yeah. So. Um, funny enough, you do want to be there early, but nevertheless, uh, we do have some people we like this week. Uh, so again, this is on prize picks, either the website or the app, uh, shout out to prize picks for having these available to us and giving us, uh, a chance as our sponsor use referral code HTL when you make your first deposit and you get that deposit matched instantly. That's right. So, um, right before we go to the board, do you have any predictions, anything of note that you care to talk about as far as what you might think happens this week? Oh, well, I think this is going to be a, a course where we see, you know, the, the, the best shine. I think we're going to see Calvin do really well. Uh, Eagle, we know Eagle, we know has a forehand issue right now. He's not throwing a ton of four, forehands, but he did show us last week at all-stars that he could still do a lot with just a backhand, but I think it's going to be a Ricky Calvin Eagle kind of uh show at the end of it. But, um, you know, we're here to kind of look at where the weak spots are in these lines. So those are the three guys I expect to play really, really well. We know Paul Macbeth is not here this week, and I think we can probably expect to see Ezra and Kyle Klein play really well too. Um, no one would be surprised, though, of course, if Nate Sexton took a top 10 or a top 5 or even better finish. So that's kind of what I'm thinking. Cool. So I'm going to get into it. First off, I want to preface any advice we give that, you know, this is not financial advice. Um, we're doing a little bit of gambling and placing entries for fun, and we're just doing our best with the data presented to us. 
um, to make some predictions. Um, this data was presented to us uh, by our good friends on Twitter, Statmando. Uh, give them a follow. They're really what their goal is is to be um, the central spot where everybody comes together and gives any stats that they have, um, so we can all work towards a better disc golf um, future. Just to kind of have a history, you know, like other sports have years and years and decades of stats to look back on, and so I think it's really important the work that that they're doing of compiling these stats so we can go back and look and say, oh, who are the players that have shot really well historically at this course or which courses play the toughest based on a st statistical analysis. And I think that's really important. So shout out to Stat Mando. Uh, all of the data that they give us is not advice, as Jad mentioned. They're just putting it out there for us to interpret. And then we are trying to interpret what we see to you all. Sure. So I'm going to start off with just some points of note um, as far as some data goes that we have here. As good as Eagle is, Eagle still typically shoots over his rating at Las Vegas Challenge. His best rating entering the event ever um, was 1050, and he's averaging 1060 plus golf. Yeah, Kevin Jones averages over 1045 golf at LVC. Ezra averages, where are we at? I lost him. <laughs> Let's see. Spreadsheets. Right. Anyways, Ezra typically shoots well. We've seen him shoot a 1090 last year. Sexton yeah. typically shoots about his rating. James Conrad typically shoots below his rating um, at Las Vegas Challenge. And Brody Smith typically shoots very well um, against his rating. We yeah. are expecting the course to play. So it's um, a difference by two in par this year. Last year yeah, it was par 59 and it's par 57 this year with a couple par fours being uh, reduced down to par threes and made a little bit shorter. I believe I think it's whole nine and 16 are the two major changes. And there are a couple other changes on the course. If you look at the caddy book on the, L the LVC site, but uh, the big thing of note is that it is playing two strokes, you know, par is two strokes lower. So. And we are expecting the course to play about one stroke easier because of that. We, we're not buying that it's going to be two strokes easier. We're expecting maybe one stroke easier. So when last year, maybe a 51 was a 1040, we're expecting this year a 10 fit or while a 51 might've been a 1030 last year, we're expecting um, a 50 to be about a 1030 this year. Yeah. And, and that's kind of one of our strategies that we do when we look at these lines and we look at the old ratings is we try to get those kind of baseline numbers what's a thousand rated round what's a 1030 what's a 1050 kind of leveling out where those like upper echelons of scores are going to be uh do you have do you have those for us today jed yeah so um we're projecting a 55 to be about a thousand rated jumping up a little bit to a 1020 probably like a 53 a 1030 yeah. maybe a 51 a 1040 maybe a 50 a 1060 maybe about a 48 so here's what yeah. we've got. So we, we, that's how we narrowed it down. And I've culminated about three locks that I really like this week. Kevin Jones and Ezra under 50 and a half. So that means that they would have to shoot seven. Down. Yeah. Seven. They would, down. To, they would have to shoot 50, which we're projecting to be about a 1040. Kevin Jones averages 1047 uh, um, in Las Vegas. So that's about a stroke. He averages about a stroke better than what they're projecting him. And not to mention, this is generally the easiest course in Vegas. Yeah, it's going to be the easiest. And it's, yeah, yeah, this is the easiest course. And then also, same goes for Ezra. Uh, they're projecting him at 50 and a half. So we're taking Ezra and Kevin Jones on the under. 
And then my lock for the over is going to be James Conrad 50. They're projecting James Conrad to shoot better than Kevin Jones and Ezra. And I'm not buying it. So if we take James Conrad over 50, that's a 51. That's about a 1030. James averages 1027 in Vegas. So we're putting him right, right at that spot. So, because again, when you are making these selections, um, price picks does require you to choose at least one over or at least one under you can't have all overs you can't have all unders so we do yeah. try to find somebody that we like on either side so those are our yeah. locks yeah um, i'm not guaranteeing that those are going to hit but that's what i like right away i like conrad there too um you kind of got to think that maybe if the wind is blowing a little bit and with his history at, at at the course he's definitely i think a weak spot in the lineups um, it's also it comes down to if you think you are a giant James Conrad true believer, if you think that he's world champ material and can win at any time, then maybe that's a something that you avoid. If you're more like us and you think that maybe that's not really where he's normally at as a top five player in the world, then I think maybe taking the over is smart there. Yeah. And if you don't like Conrad, uh, I have culminated some maybes as well. Not my locks, but my maybes. Uh, my one maybe over is actually Chris Dickerson. I got nothing against Chris Dickerson. He's an amazing golfer. He's easily a top 10 golfer in the world. However, they have him at a 49 and a half and over would put him at a 50, which is still 1040 golf. He doesn't have yeah. history at, in Las Vegas. He doesn't normally travel to the West coast. Uh, probably hasn't played in this kind. I'm sure he's played in this kind of wing condition, but again, he, he just hasn't played here much and over still puts him at 1040, which is great golf. Yeah. He's not going to be out of it at that. And, and I got to choose an over. So, uh, Chris Dickerson over 49 and a half. I still like, and then my other two maybes are drew Gibson under 51. So 50 puts him at about a 10 40, uh, Gibson's coming off a hot streak where he finished really strong last year. He's off yep. to a decent start this year and he plays, uh, typically about 10 40 golf in Las Vegas. So I do like drew Gibson under as a maybe. And we see, we had Calvin, we had Calvin Heinberg as our maybe we had under. him. We had That's him at the 48 and a half, 48 and a half. I have proof. I'll even send screenshots. We had him at 48 and a half on the under. He has they since the lines the moved. Line. The lines moved in less than an hour, folks. Um, yeah. So he is, he is at a 48 now. I had originally said, I don't like him at the 48. Uh, so Calvin John, or I said Calvin Johnson. Calvin, 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 Heim Calvin Heimberg is, under is a 48, which is 1060. The reason I like it is because they were projecting him um, worse than Ricky, worse than Eagle, and we know we know very well he's capable of shooting the hot round. So he was he was my maybe under at ten sixty. Calvin can easily shoot ten sixty in and, Las Vegas, and now he is the same as Ricky and a half stroke higher than Eagle. So if you think Calvin's going to go out here and dominate this course the first first day, by all means, then, then he's still an under. under for you if you want. Yeah, he could still be an under for but that, sure. The so. half the half stroke can make all the worlds in your picks. So. Yeah. Um, who else is on here? I mean, we have like, for example, some other notables. Do you still have more? Um, well, yeah, I, I also compiled a list of players to avoid. Uh, those people included Kyle Klein, Adam Hammes. Kyle Klein and Adam Hammes actually have shot very poorly in Las Vegas, but I was going to fade the noise. However, prize picks also faded the noise and they projected uh, Kyle Klein and Adam Hammes to shoot very well. So um, I, I don't have, you know, the balls to, to pull the, the trigger on the over on them, even though their history in Las Vegas shows that they uh, have typically not shot that well. They average literally like 10, 10 golf, which is, which is uh, his average is Adam is 10, 19 is his average over, but it's only over two rounds or sorry, two, two, two events. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Klein's then, is one event. 
Kyle Klein is one event and he averaged one ten. I believe so. Yeah. They did not use that data. That's for sure. They're looking at how how they are as as overall players, which I think this reflects that more. I mean, Kyle Klein at forty nine and a half. If, once again, if you think he's going to go out there and his putter is hot, you know he's got all the shots. Kyle Klein, we're going to avoid. But if you chose an under on Kyle Klein because you think he can go out there and do it, then I don't see anything wrong with that. Yeah, I agree. I'm definitely okay with you choosing an under on. Kyle These are Klein. sharp lines. I got to be honest. These are pretty sharp. So yeah, even down to even down to the fact of Brody Smith. Brody's somebody who we plan not. We wrote him all last year. We plan on writing him again. We picked him in our season long, but I'm actually avoiding Brody Smith uh, this week. They they have projected Brody to shoot about a 1030. That's yeah, where I would six, project him. That's where I would project him to shoot um, for Las Vegas, even though his rating is, is well below that uh, Brody typically does well in, in Vegas. And uh, it's, it's an easy a, course. Uh, yeah. I think he's going to be able to power, power up on a lot of pie fairways and mids to kind of eliminate some uh, variance in his throws. He won't have to be throwing big skippy, crazy shots. Um, but Brody, I think this is the type of course that he can excel on, you know, not too many trees in the way, uh, he can just go out there. He's been practicing. So that's someone we're going to avoid for now. Just, be, you know, if he was at 51 and a half or maybe a 52, then maybe I'm maybe thinking a little bit different, but at 51, which for example, is the same score that they have for Drew Gibson, Drew Gibson, <laughs> and only a half stroke worse than Kevin Jones. So, or if you think about it in that sense, where he's so close to those two, two guys maybe who we believe are are a level or two above him, then maybe you choose the over on Brody, but I think we're going to, I mean, there's a ton of leverage to be gained there, right? If you're choosing Brody on the over and then Kevin Jones and Drew Gibson on the unders, ton of leverage to be gained there. So yeah, uh, that's a great spot that you could take advantage of when you're just looking at the board and seeing why is Brody projected near these two studs, you know, a lot of leverage to be gained there. So I also have, lastly, I also have Nico on the avoid list just because they have him projected right where I think that he should shoot right around his rating. And they have a lot of the guys projected right around the rating, which is what you expect, but that's what we got. That's what we see. And uh, we've already placed our bets. I think we discussed earlier, we're going to be doing a little bankroll challenge this year. We talked about it a little bit last year, but we already had money flying in and out before we even started. So it was kind of hard to do that. Um, but I think we're ready to try that this year. We each have, uh, are we saying $100 in here? Because that's what I deposited. I think I'll give you my more, exact. But... Hold on. So you have, so you're going to play with $100. And the point of this bankroll challenge, guys, is to be transparent with our money, transparent with our bets. We want our entries. We want to show, um, you know, if, if we have some good data presented to us and we can or can't win, we want people to know about it. Yeah. If it's, if we're, if we got all this data presented to us and we want our front like we're, uh, like we can beat the lines. Well, let's go out there and try it. If we can't, um, then, you know, that's just transparency. And, you and know, that's okay. It, th- it's for fun. Exactly. This is a hundred bucks. Um, we have a hundred bucks to lose. It's not a big deal. Um, so you're going to play with a hundred. Let me, let me count yeah. mine. If you got anything else to say, why, why? Cause I already played some entries. Let's see. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. 35. I've already placed $35 worth of entries. I have 123. I'm playing with 158 bucks. So mine's All the right, $158 bankroll challenge. Yours is the $100. Mine's the hundo. Challenge. And so my strategy this week, um, because I'm going for bankroll management, I'm not going for broke. I'm not going to play a lot of power play, power plays. I'm going to play a lot of flex plays. If you're new to prize picks, power plays means that you have to get all of your picks right. 
to cash. Whereas flex plays, you can still win some money back, even if you don't get all the picks right. Although yeah. flex plays don't pay out as much. For example, a three play or um, a two pick power, if you get them both, will triple up your money. But if you miss one of them, you get nothing. And uh, if you miss one play, of them, you get half your money back. Oh, yeah. You're oh, right. oh, not. No, 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 no. Not, not on a power, power. On, right. on a flex. But then on a flex, a three, a three pick flex might only pay 12 bucks or something um if you get you know all three of them so you might only double or two two and a quarter times your money but uh like you said it's about more about bankroll management um do you want to talk about the picks that you already have locked in i'm mad yep. we missed out on the calvin one when they so, moved that line but that's yeah, okay so uh, again uh you're gonna want to play multiple entries if you're playing with 100 bucks i don't think you should place a hundred dollar entry i think you should place as many five dollar entries as you can um, mix it up reduce your variance so for example on that same note our locks of the week were ezra and kevin jones under and james conrad over so i have a flex play with ezra under conrad over and then i have one kevin jones under conrad over and i'm just mixing them up and vice versa and you know for every let's say you have 10 entries and you have a bunch of james conrad over you know maybe out of those 10 entries two of them should be unders to hedge yourself a little bit in case conrad you don't want conrad to ruin your whole weekend on one round you know so yeah do some hedging and place a lot of entries i'm always a fan of that agreed um and kind of going with what our locks were excuse me um i've got a two pick power play so i'm expecting these both to hit so i like to do the power plays with my two main locks the things i feel the strongest about and uh for me that's going to be uh, I've got a Chris Dickerson over. So Chris Dickerson could still shoot a seven down because uh, his line is at 49 and a half. Chris Dickerson on an over and then Drew Gibson on an under because they have him at 51. And I think Drew's going to do well uh, specifically on the first day on this easier course. So I'm expecting Drew Gibson under Chris Dickerson over with a $5 power play. Um, and my second pick is a flex play. As you mentioned, it is a $5 flex play with some of those names we talked about before. Kevin Jones under Ezra under James Conrad over. So those are my this two just, picks. This just in breaking news. Ezra's line has moved to 50. It was 50 and a half. Well, there you go. We, we got in at 50. <laughs> yep. Oh, or so we, we got in at 50 and a half. So as you're listening, yep. folks, the lines are changing. Things are moving around based on what players are playing. So interesting stuff that Calvin and Ezra, both lines have moved down. And at least we got in on Ezra early. That's why sometimes sitting around and waiting for those lines to drop can be helpful if you've got a strong inkling. So sorry if you missed out on that half a stroke, but uh, I had Ezra under 50 and a half. And so and now Ezra shot shoots, a 1090 last year at this course. He could still go out there and shoot it. But again, every, every half stroke makes a difference. And uh, we yeah. encourage you to get into the lines as soon as possible. Agreed. Oh, so, all right, Jay. Well, what what is next? Other related news. Yeah. Other related news. Well, um shoot let me think here you're gonna be coming to town with me in a couple weeks right we both got uh signed up for a lake Selmac southern oregon winter series tournament yes yes i'm like that bernie sanders meme i am once again predicting that i am going to win the advanced division <laughs> I, I have yet to win one but i, That's I have all right. always consistently posted on the facebook page and talk trash to everybody i am going to take first i am predicting i am gonna win at Selmac. My last tournament I played was a handful of months ago, but I shot my first 970 rated round. It was long nice. overdue, and uh, it was the hot round of the whole tournament. And I am ready to continue that. I'm excited for Selmac. I just got to put down. I have a mixed history with Selmac because last year when we played, you know, that first round I shot the hot round. I shot like a nine 
70 i think ish the first first round oh, then and then you that, sh- then you puked didn't you and then i totally puked terrible. to bed yeah i shot like something like 10 over the second round and shot like an <laughs> eight like an 840 <laughs> i went from like a two or a three down to a 10 oh i just my god i mean they call this course lake tree smack as well as lake cell cell mac because of all the trees in the second round I don't know. I guess I just went in there with uh, too big of a head thinking I was just going to bring this thing home. And I hit about every single tree on the course and shot a 10 over. So I shot, I think, my highest and lowest rated round of the year in the same day, which is, you know, yeah. a- that's amateur disc golf in a nutshell. So I'm excited. Jamie, a.k.a. my girlfriend, is also going to be playing. So hopefully she can average 700 rated golf. That's my that's what I'm hoping for. I tried to convince the wife. I, to, I just uh, got delivery. Did you hear that? No, oh, I, I did actually. I heard, I heard <laughs> delivery. Is it yeah. discs? Is that that proto destroyer that that you won? Hold on, give me one second. Oh, we gotta get a signature. They want a signature, folks. Gotcha. <laughs> Jad won a proto destroyer in a little challenge. So, uh... <laughs> anyways, is this the proto uh, no, destroyer? It, Let's see it. It is not. So, I did just recently win a proto destroyer on a disc golf waffle. I am two for three in waffles all time. I pay 38 why, why bucks. Why is it called a waffle? Because they don't want to use the R word. They don't want to use raffle oh, because, okay. and there's like certain rules to it. Like you can't say what you're paying for when you send the guy the Venmo or PayPal and et cetera, Gotcha. Et okay. Okay. Well, I paid 38 bucks and won uh, a proto destroyer. So that's like a plus a hundred plus dollars on a value there. So that was dope. Been waiting plus EV move my collection. Well, it's probably a, it's a minus EV move, but it, it paid off. <laughs> that was go. like I, I paid for my flush draw and I got there, you know, you got there. Yeah, you had the yeah. two outer. Um, yeah, I think for me, the next thing. Oh, I also signed up for a NADGT, like the National Amateur Disc, disc Golf thing. And that's uh, at one, Selmac as well. There's one at Selmac and there's one at TP. I, I decided to skip the one at Selmac and do the one at TP. Um, hopefully go out there and shoot better than I did you oh, need to quit two weeks ago. Nine 30s and nine 10s. I know, man. It's just <laughs> freaking five here and a four, few fours there. I regularly miss all the easiest holes and then somehow birdie other ones to get myself just back to nine thirty golf. So, um, yeah, last time was not was not a great round by me, but I averaged about my rating. So, what do you expect? Next prize picks. They're gonna have lines for me. Will I shoot over or above oh, my speaking of rating? lines and prize picks? Um, they are expecting to release fpo uh lines tomorrow and they're also doing a new parked um stat that you can bet on and i imagine that's how many times somebody parks a hole oh that's interesting yeah so i got that email yesterday so if you are uh still listening to this there will be fpo lines going up um remember get to them as soon as possible i believe maybe a couple more mpo lines as well but they are also releasing that parked stat so that'll be cool to uh to mess around with we'll see how we feel about that and we know last year they also had uh, birdies per round. They had too. birdies, and then that they also cool. had um, where they finished. Total so finish, like, yeah. Yeah, so so Calvin Heinberg over under top four, you know. Right, yeah. That'd be, that'd, that'd be really cool to see on, like, which tournaments and which courses they decide to do those type of bets because I think those are pretty fun, um, especially at tournaments where players historically do well. I think that type of data will be really valuable to us. So looking forward to that. Um, yeah. I don't know. Does this bring us to the end? Is that already the end of episode one? I think that could be the end. We um, do like cool to keep them short. 30 minutes in. Yeah. Um, like I'm happy we are doing this live streaming now because uh, we are showing how crucial it can be to get to the lines as soon as possible. So the faster we can get that data to you, 
the better. However, this might be like a, a one-time only thing. You you happen to have the day off yep. work. Um, and I go into work in about an hour and a half from now. So typically we might not be able to do it until the PMs, but also typically the lines don't come out until the PMs. So yeah. We'll we'll keep it we'll keep it fluid. We'll try our best to give you guys the fastest and best data as soon as possible. Um, and it's a work in progress. Yeah. One one last shout out to our sponsors, Prize Picks. Make sure you use the promo code HTL when you make your first deposit to get a match. Shout out Till Death Disc Club with this sweet hat. You can go on their website and use promo code HTL Pod to get a fifteen percent discount. And shout out Dark Ace Apparel. You can head on their website. And use the promo code HTL for a hefty little discount seen, there too. I think I seen Paul McBeth's brother rocking dark ace apparel on Instagram. I think he's in the metal, yeah. So if you're <laughs> someone like me who loves heavy the metal, the contrast music, between him and Paul, I love it. Yeah, they're like they're like one's an evil twin and the other one's like the good <laughs> yeah, teachers. Really one so one funny. is like I I can imagine Paul's like brother maybe used to have some like more serious issues growing up, and Paul's like that's not going to be me. I'm never yeah. drinking beer. Literally, that is, so that is that's probably happened, is what but happened. But yeah, no hate, shout no out to our sponsors. <laughs> no hate, no judgment on either of them. But go out and check out our sponsors, guys. Uh, it would mean a lot to us. to um, So get yourself a sweet hat, a sweet tank. I've got two hoodies right now in the washer from Dark Ace, another shirt in the closet here. Um, and we're going to be um, riding with these guys this whole season. So thanks, everyone, for listening. And uh, we'll catch you guys next week or for the next tournament. Peace. Peace.